Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Okay, here we go. Episode nine. Yeah. Okay, I'm Al. Josh. Mitch. And we got two guests. Steve. Zach. Awesome. Welcome, Welcome. aboard. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, we're over here at Mitch's house today doing a special episode <laughs> live from Mitch's house. Yeah. We had some food. Yeah. Yeah, um, Mitch fed us and everything. Yeah, it's very nice. See, I don't, I don't feed you. I don't feed no, us. No, that's all right. Yeah. Sorry. That stuff happens. I just eat in front of you. But um. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, we got a we got a few topics to talk about. Um, so uh, I guess do we want to just start with the uh, reviews? Is that what you want to do? Yeah, um, I, I think there. I think right now there's only one of us that really uh, can talk about Fantastic Four, and that would be. Well, we can. You want to start with Mission Impossible then? Uh, let's just go with Fantastic okay. Four. Let's just, this is gonna we're gonna be here a while. Yeah, it comes to rant. No, well, you know, as everybody knows, there's a lot of negativity out there about the movie, and you know, uh, when I went into it, I, I was really intrigued to see it like a week ago, and then that kind of like diminished as the week went around, uh, and so anyway. I uh, basically went in with no hype, and uh, I found myself really enjoying the movie. It was it was good. It was a good movie, not great. Um, a lot of interference in there, I think, from Fox. Um, looks like they did some reshoots, and the, you know the characters. Like it was funny because uh, Michael Michael B. Jordan, he's like you know clean face, and then, like at the, at the end of the movie, he's got like a mustache. So he was probably filming something else, and they're like. We need to bring in for a reshoot. So it's kind of like the movie The Room where one of the actors has a full beard and then like midway through for no explanation, he just loses his beard. Yeah. They, they didn't even think about that kind of continuity. Well, it wasn't the, like he had it and then it went away and then he had it again. It was just like it was there. So I'm like, okay. I mean, it wasn't like a horrible thing, but you could tell there's reshoots. Like people like were wearing wigs and it was, yeah, anyway. Well, but Well, from what that Collider, uh, that John Campion Collider said, um they took the movie away from Josh Trank, basically, and they, yeah. they wouldn't allow him to edit it, and they just took it over from him and just right. did their own version of it. Yeah, which is I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know if they got scared. They were like, "This this guy doesn't know what he's doing." Or apparently, like according to what he said on that Collider podcast that we listened to, like they they had agreed upon about three major action set pieces, and they took those away from him, or they or they they told him like days before shooting production was supposed to start, like. Those are being taken out. So basically, the entire movie changes at that point. Right. And like you have no way. I mean, like it's just basically almost as if they sabotaged him the entire from from day one. Right. And then they're before day to, one. They're basically pinning it on him, like as the problem. You know, when well, it's probably yeah. well, that's I mean, the point. Is like the both... director gets all the blame and all the credit. But right. In this case, like the studio, for right. whatever reason, whether they thought he was an the issue was him or or what whatever happened, they just decided that they needed to take over. Yeah. And. and I mean the yeah the movie's good. There's it starts to go in a little in depth with the characters, but then it quickly backs off. It moves moves ahead. So I think that's probably an editing problem because he was supposedly kicked out of the editing bay. He couldn't even edit his own damn movie. So um, which is crazy. Yeah. Which- well, because you know he came off Chronicle. Uh, Max Landis said it best. I read what he had to say about this whole thing. Uh, what he and thinks, Max Landis is John Landis' son, the famous he, director. He, would he know, wrote he would, Chronicle. Okay. He wrote Chronicle. He's also written many scripts. Sold them to 
you know, Hollywood, of course. And Chronicle was, of course, Josh Trank's first movie. Right. Which was widely praised. Right. But there was no... But it was also produced by Fox, but it was a very low budget. It was an original idea, yeah. and there was no hype. There's, you know, I mean, it was it's, just a sleeper hit, and they had no investment right. in it other than a few million. So they're like, well, right. we're not gonna, we don't care about." So they this, gave they so. gave them all the control. Yeah. But in this case, you know, it's a big movie, hundred twenty million movie. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they took that away from them, and I think. Just a mixture of things. I would almost uh, say, you know, if he did have an attitude, it's probably because of that. Because I would be stressed out of my mind if, you know, you agreed on something. This is your second movie. It's good. It's a big movie, and the studio is basically just calling the shots. It's like ties no, your hands, right? Right. Yeah. There's no creative control. So, so, so what? So, what, sorry to interrupt, but what? What was Max? The point you were going to make about Max Landis was well, it was just like, what I just said, basically. Yeah. Like Chronicle, he had they had more control. Mm-hmm. Um, Fox just let them do what they wanted to do. And, but, you know, since you got Fantastic Four, these characters have been around forever. So, you know, it's like a lot of history, fan base. Chronicle, there's a lot of money riding on it. Nothing, you know, Chronicle is a whole new thing. So even though it had a lot of comic book elements to it, but, yeah. Did they say it's clobbering time? Yes. Did they? Okay. Yeah. No, there's that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did they do the awkward uh, invisible woman, you know? Oh, there's my bra, you know? No. Thank God. (laughs) Oh, come on. It's Kate Morrow. Well, I know. It just. Yeah, yeah, no, she's so, just she's just like watch house cards. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it it almost sounds like though that you don't because a lot of people are saying well it just basically falls apart at a certain point. So it, but you don't seem to feel that way. No, like, I mean I know I've heard the ending's basically Fox's ending, but um, it's all very entertaining and I was intrigued the whole time. Um, but it just feels like it's basically if you're watching a movie. Let's say your player skips. That's how it kind of feels. It, it's not horrible, but it's missing something, you know. And that's just the problem. This movie is just missing a few, few things that they should just let the director, you know, put it, put it in, you know. Um, <laughs> and so it's all it's all, and take it out. <laughs> so Fox raped him. No. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry, that's was, rough. This we is referencing quickly. something else. Sorry. <laughs> No, um, no, but, uh, yeah, so that's basically, it just feels like it just needed a few insert scenes and it would have been much better. It's a very, it's a dark movie. It's not entirely dark, but you really are afraid of doom when they reveal, I mean, it's intense and they really go, it's, it's a really good sci-fi movie. Is you, doom better than the Nick Tuck guy that they did? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is he better? Like, I like the look of Doom in the last one. It was more comic booky. Yeah. This one's it's different. He's more of a product of the where he got his powers from. Oh, okay. Um, kind of. I don't want to give too much away, but I mean, I really think it's worth well, seeing. I don't think you're going to have many, many people. Well, if you don't care, it, I so. can. Yeah, I can. Oh yeah, I guess you wouldn't. Would <laughs> I mean, you? there's only what eleven million there's dollars. Less than made. Ten people yeah. in the theater when I saw it. <laughs> I, yeah, I I don't think spoilers are going to be an issue. Okay, yeah. well, people. Sweet. Okay. It's well, not like it's a date night movie or something like that. Well, it, the beginning is is very very solid. I think um, they're really young in this movie. Like you know, by the time they get their powers, they're probably like eighteen, nineteen, you know, early twenties. But uh, the Baxter building is basically like a college. Um, and Reed, when he was a kid, built this teleporting device teleported a hot wheels car ben Grimm's family owns a junkyard so reed needed a more uh he needed a stronger power source so ben helped him get that yeah. and they became friends with that 
And so it goes back to Ben's family. They're kind of rough on each other. At least his older brother is. And that's where the clobbering time first comes in because he nice. brings him in. He's like, it's clobbering time. And, <laughs> and then the mom breaks it up. And yeah, um, that was kind of interesting. I mean, it, it was a good insert, but kind of was like, eh, kind of, you know, some lines are kind of, you can't tell. Forced if, almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, like, okay. So anyway, they, they, they do that experiment. <laughs> the whole city loses power from it. And then it uh, goes forward in time to uh, probably senior year high school, I'm guessing. It's a science fair. And him and Ben, have uh, they're still doing this teleportation device. So he, like, performs it in front of these, like, two teachers. And they break a basketball hoop when they bring the – because they figured out how to bring the item back before they, yeah. they couldn't. But what came back before was, like, rocks. So it was kind of like – minerals from wherever it went to and he always thought reed always thought it was somewhere in this world like maybe china or whatever they didn't really know um so anyway he you know they're able to send things there and bring them back to small items um this guy after the experiment comes over uh, it's dr storm yeah sue storm's dad which i don't know if that's ever been in the comics before but it it was it was a good character and the actor uh he's been in a lot of things i, I don't recall his name but um that's when you first get to meet sue and she's like they basically been working on the same thing but reed figured out a way to make it work like uh, a certain thing they had to fix on their experiment anyway how'd they explain the human torch i mean aren't they supposed to be brothers Brother and sister was yeah. Sue, right? So she was adopted. She was adopted. She was adopted. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so basically, um, it's referenced a lot, like in the Baxter Building. Like Doctor um, Storm, basically, his students to him are his children, but he did actually adopt Sue. But okay. he's kind of like he just has a um, you know father uh, figure, right? Exactly. He's a really strong father figure. Cares about you know students, and that's where the Baxter Building comes into play. They they bring Reed on, not Ben. Ben's just. Uh, Ben's just his friend. He's got nothing to do with all this stuff. So um, he's just left to his junkyard, you know. Uh, but anyway, uh, so they, they go to the Baxter building. And this is the college, basically. It's like dorms inside and stuff. It's it's really interesting how they, you know, they tweaked it, you know. They made it more interesting, I think. I mean, although I don't know much about the old comics, but. Steve, I mean, do you have, I mean, have you. I don't know if Fantastic Four. So, yeah, I mean, I read a lot of 70s Fantastic Four yeah. um, back when I was in my late 60s. <laughs> um, but it was... Um, you remember. Yeah, I, I, I'm surprised I remember. Um, that's I, I remember three things, and that's one of them. But it was... Uh, <laughs> It was a great comic book series. Um, very, very family friendly. You know, yeah. I mean, it was kid friendly comic. Um, Almost like a Bazooka Joe where you get a piece of gum in the middle. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, it was um, a lot of those stories back in the 70s where uh, I think John Byrne was one of the writers and, and did a lot of the, uh, even some of the artwork. Um, but, I mean, you know, it, it still had great, cohesive, fun storytelling, but it was a lighter toned comic. Right. You know, so that's why when I, I thought those first two movies came out, yeah, you know, yeah. everybody panned it for being so light and things right. like that. I'm like, well, you know, Fantastic Four isn't Batman. Right. That's, so, that was its nature, basically. Yeah. So the comic was great back in the old days. Right. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, now that they're gone, I mean, now you, anybody can take it and run with it, really. It, well, I think these new characters are kind of based off the Ultimates. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yes. I haven't really read into it, but I guess they're more of a darker take on them. Yeah, they did the Ultimate Universe. You know, yeah. they did a new Spider-Man, X-Men, Fantastic Four, Avengers, the whole thing. And, right. And yeah, they, they kind of gave it a darker spin. Right. Um, and, you know, some... Uh, 
some readers gravitate towards that, some don't. Uh, but you know, that's kind of the trend. I think in the '90s, as it just started turning a little bit more dark. Right. Uh, you know, Dark Knight Returns in the '80s. Yeah. You know, kind right. of started signaling that, and exactly, and everything kind of followed suit. And, right. And then books like the Fantastic Four that have kind of a family feel, I think, can. I think that's why you saw a lot of creative teams over the years on the Fantastic Four. Right. Cancellations, reboots, things like that. It's hard to manage right. what is supposed to be a fun comic and make it dark. Exactly. So yeah. That, the movie, it'll be interesting to, to see. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's, um, yeah. There, I mean, there's humor in it, but it, yeah, it's not like a light tone. That's the other thing. Fox put in some music when it didn't seem right. You know, <laughs> they put like heroic music in oh. when, uh, yeah, but it's, it's really interesting. I won't give, too much more away but i mean it they just um basically they, it's this project they worked on they brought reed in he helped out uh doom was on the project uh he's kind of like this this kid just you know he's really um he's a technical genius and he just hangs out at his house after this project kind of failed so he has a thing for sue oh of course <laughs> yeah and so they brought him back when they got reed and they they got the thing to work um but the guys in charge of all the funding um see the the team thought that they could be the first ones to teleport to this wherever it's well they they figured out it's a different planet it's not the same planet so um once they got it to work people in charge with funding said well we're going to send professionals so this is part where it kind of gets a little bit of a stretch they get drunk and then decide no pun intended with stretch <laughs> right oh yeah yeah good one good one <laughs> they yeah they uh Start. I think Reed is like, well, we should just go because they were talking about who, you know, who's the first man on the moon. And they're like, you know, uh, Neil Armstrong, or whatever. And then, but that no one uh, knew who built the stuff to get there. So they're basically like, screw it, we're just gonna go plant our flag in like a drunk rage. Although it looked like they were sobering up a little bit, so it wasn't like they were just, <laughs> you know. Um, it's funny they brought a flag with them and everything. It was just to be like they go there and come back. Anyway, that's how Ben enters. He they need a fourth person. I, I, Sue's away, but just kind of like a, a guy thing, basically, right. you know. Uh, so they bring Ben in, and so yeah, they they all go. And that's what I really like about this movie is the whole journey of them getting their powers. Where you go, it's intense. It's not like. That was the biggest disappointment I had with the original Fantastic Four movie. I mean, I guess not the Corman one, but the, the other one. They just go up to space like, oh, we're just taking a little Sunday drive, and then we come back, and, yeah. and we're jokes, and then we develop our powers. But as they're trying to come back, um, there's like this energy source in the, the ground. And Doom, Doom, basically, Doom's character hates Earth. <laughs> the whole idea of this teleportation is to better our lives here and figure out how we can fix things. Doom's like giving up on Earth. He's like, screw this. But uh, he just loves the planet they go to. It's very dark, volcanic-like. Just like this green energy source. He puts his hand in it, and then like <laughs> erupts into a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a porn parody eventually. Um, but so they, they're like, okay, run. Because, you know, all this shit's like coming out of the ground. And uh, they got it too excited, I guess. But... Um, <laughs> Anyway, well, that's the thing. This is the thing. That, <laughs> no, that's that's the other stretch is, um, you know, they they developed the characters, but not entirely. Like, you know, Reed's kind of he's just a sciencey guy. I don't see him ever doing any like 
climbing mountains or whatever. But that's what they do when they go down to this planet. They're climbing down mountains and reads like, you no, know, it seems like nobody's doing. Like, I guess there's a deleted scene. He was rock climbing, but I don't think you just do that on a whim, you know, because Doom's like, I want to go out there. A lot of time of the wall of the right, right, right. Yeah. 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 So basically, he, uh, when they're trying to run away, Doom gets sucked into the energy and he's, he's pretty much dead. What, from what they seen. So they get back into the craft. Um, this is what's interesting how they get their powers. It really explains it a lot better. Um, uh, Ben's um, uh, container thing. It's like this. It, I don't know if you've seen the trailer. It's like a pod or something? Yeah, they have, you know, the door shuts. Ben's door's not shutting. All the rocks rush in to him, and Johnny's bursts in flames. So Johnny's like cooking, you know, he's pretty much dead, it seems. And then um, I'm not sure how Reed's came into play until after they get back. But anyway. All this is going on. Sue, they got a hold of Sue just in time and she was able to bring him back because they couldn't, they couldn't bring themselves back. I guess malfunction, of course. So anyway, they cut, they bring all this back. Ben's buried in rock. Reed's seen all this. His suit's all busted. I mean, it's really, it almost know. seems like they should have made this not fantastic forward, but just like a, it's a movie. It's not yeah. a family. Yeah, it's yeah. really not a family movie. You know, it's not because people um, are probably going in expecting one thing and getting yeah, another. Right. So that might be part of the. But that's just the whole thing. It's like, it. yeah, if you compare it to those, yeah, it's not a good movie. Well, but with, it's it's a good sci-fi movie. It really, you know, it's a really good movie. The whole journey. Yeah. And them getting their powers, it's really intense. Um, it's creepy because when Reed like gains uh, consciousness, he's just laying there and he hears Ben crying like, "Help me, Reed!" So he starts crawling. And then he um, he looks back because he can't go any further or something. He realizes his whole legs are like stretched out from where he was, and he just oh, cool. he freaks out so much he just passes out. <laughs> but it's creepy because you see Johnny on fire. He just looks like a corpse burning. And I guess for a while they couldn't they couldn't switch their powers off. They're all just hmm. like this, like Reed stretched out in the stretcher, or he, you know his arms and everything. And so kind of like in the Watchmen where you got what is it? Uh- Oh god, what's the name of the blue guy? Oh, um Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah, right. where he's like trying to figure out what he's doing. Right. Like he phases in and out. Right. Yeah. First he's a bundle of nerves and the next thing he's naked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they they do a time jump and yeah, so basically they finally sent some explorers back to the the dimension wherever they went and Doom's discovered to be alive. He's limping, you know. He's basically tricking them. He, they bring him back, and then he kills everybody, like, horribly. Like, he makes people's heads explode. And, like, this is, yeah, this is a guy to fear. A little darker stuff. Definitely. Right? Yeah. He's not saying anything clever. He's just like, I'm killing you. I'm on my way out. So his idea is to, and this is when the ending gets rushed, is he goes back in, and he creates a black hole. And then, you know, there are some of the, basically where they're at, the facility they're at, the earth's, it's all getting sucked through. So, uh. Um, so you have elements of Superman. Yeah. And then you also Star have, Trek. Yeah. When Vulcan. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you got that and then they have to stop them, but the fighting's great. I, I skipped a few things. I don't, you know, I know we could go on and it'd be like three hour podcast, but, <laughs> um, basically, yeah. The whole stretching thing, uh, what he does, it's, it's really good with fighting and stuff. It's not like him grabbing a fire hydrant and shit like that, you know, but, uh, it's really, the fighting's great. The special effects are really good. Human Torch is fantastic. Like, he, is he? he looks like he's on fire. He's just, you can't see his eyes. Better or, CGI stuff. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, they've had time to. Right. Yeah. And gosh, it's been since, uh, I when don't did know. that first movie uh, come out? Does anybody remember? It was 05, I think. 
oh four oh five something like that yeah and then oh wow. seven was a sequel and then that that was it but uh yeah it was it was really good and then the ending was kind of um it was all right ending but it was kind of just thrown together you know but any cameos any endings after the ending oh credits so yeah, yeah. Oh, post credits you know no there wasn't okay no i we stayed but Did you? Nah. lights kicked on that was Aww. it yeah. <laughs> most people do nowadays yeah well, you don't like, know yeah. anymore yeah it's crazy um but yeah overall i think it's a good movie i think it's worth seeing it's you know if you're really invested into the family fantastic four this isn't it but at the end of the movie they're getting there it's an origin story i think it's a really good origin story honestly it's just it's a good sci-fi movie i think it did what it uh set out to do is reinvent it although you know fox panicked and screwed it up they really should have just stayed out of it i think it would have been a much better um movie but well, it'll be interesting to see i've heard that they're talking about not green lighting another one but right. green lighting deadpool 2 already right, right. yeah so, and, and i think yeah they'll probably do what sony did with Spy- amazing spider-man 2 i didn't think that movie was horrible either and i think they should just moved ahead and learn from their mistakes you can't just panic every time and yeah. we got to reboot again you know you gotta see if there's this. something i want to see again yeah it's another spider-man origin story oh, right my gosh. yeah how many marvel times can not, ben die? yeah marvel won't be it's doing like Bruce that Bruce wayne's parents how many times do these guys have to be killed right. on screen before we get right. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, in, you know, the Batman v Superman, they're going to, um, I think it's just gonna be like a flashback, which I'm okay with. That's how you should do an origin. If, you know, I know we've seen it a lot, but let's just see a flashback. We don't need to see it played out again. Right. right. I do like the character, though, for Bruce Wayne's dad. It's, uh, the comedian from Watchmen. Right. It's gonna be, right. The dad. So that'll be, right. Well, uh, you know, it's gonna be good. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I guess we could use this opportunity to, to go into that. Um, the Batman v Superman, uh, overall, the review of Fantastic Four was, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I think it's worth seeing. Um, but I just wanted to say, you know, since we were talking about Batman yeah. versus Superman, um, supposedly that was screened this week, I think, uh, in front of the Warner execs. Yeah. In front of a lot of the higher ups, they had a you know, higher up only screening. And so, um, I guess it got a standing ovation at the end of the, at the end of the, uh, screening, which I guess isn't uncommon. I, I guess the same thing happened with Man of Steel when they screened that. And obviously the audience reaction was kind of mixed on that. But, um, what, what happened, uh, was that after that, supposedly they're so enamored with Ben Affleck that they're talking about giving him a three picture deal. And obviously he's going to be directing, starring and producing the, the next one, the standalone Batman standalone movie, but then he'll, they want him for two other ones. And then they, I guess there was talk that they kind of consider Ben the definitive Batman. Some execs do. I saw, I mean, I saw it before the trailer came. I know a lot of people were like hating on it, but yeah, when that trailer came, I was, I was set, but yeah, I, I agree with what they're. If that's what's happening. Can Zack Snyder do no wrong, though? I mean, really comic book wise, really Watchmen's had, probably my favorite. Yeah, I think so the only far. one that's been Sucker Punch that hasn't been a, a great hit. With no, but everybody. I think, wasn't that his original, though? That, that was his was, original idea. Was Zach, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Man of Steel, there was a lot of opinions divided on it, but it still made a lot of money. So Right. And yeah, there are, like, I had issues with that movie. Um, I did like it, though, in the end. But um, I think this Batman versus Superman has taken an opportunity to address those issues. And I think once they're addressed, I think everybody can kind of feel better about man is steel you know <laughs> right because you need it to happen to get to where we're at now because i mean superman's going to congress and all this crap you know but uh it's it's really realistic you know how they're doing it oh yeah it sounds like a, the fallout from man of steel yeah you know, it's, it's really centered around this that's pretty so neat. at least they're not gonna ignore it like we love superman <laughs> <laughs> so my family so, died but i love him <laughs> so let me get this gotham is right next to metropolis is that yeah, how it's that like, works? It's like across the bay. Across in, the in bay. This new, in this new 
universe, yeah. Okay, so Wayne Financial is in Metropolis, yeah. and that's where the Gazette is at, right? Does that sound right? The um, That's the theory. Yeah, so... And as big as Wayne Industries is, it's of everywhere. Yeah. This oh, yeah. is global, Mitch. So. Wayne Manor. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if it was just like a subsidiary Wayne Farm and Fleet. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's their Metropolis satellite right. office. Yeah. I don't know, but... I think they did that so uh, Batman would be even more pissed off because right. it's like right across. The- right. Well, and he's in the shit too, which it's I close love that. to my city. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come here, little girl. <laughs> I do wonder is is Ben Affleck going to have that uh, you know cancer smoking sound? To no, him, or he's is better he- not. I no, not. no. I don't think so. Will I- he be the next world's greatest detective? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I really the drugs. I hope they. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> World's greatest detective has to ask every question to figure out where everything is because right. he's no detective. He just intimidates. Yeah. Alfred just keeps hitting his head yeah. like, oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. Uh, no. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I hope they do more detective with him. They should. They should finally do that because we got close and dark night. But even well, though it was all Alfred doing the stuff. Even True. He's like, push the button, Alfred. Yeah. And then the whole backstory about how <laughs> he was like break. in the That's jungle. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, Alfred was more Batman than Batman was Batman. Yeah. Because he's like, what'd you do, Alfred? Like, you yeah. should know. You're a detective. Yeah. Figure it out. Well, and all the all the background <laughs> on Selena Kyle and all that. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't he couldn't do his detective work on that. Was he <laughs> yeah. too lazy being a bum? <laughs> and why would you walk on your bad leg for like what eight years, and then you could just get a simple fix from Lucius Fox? Just get yeah. that brace yeah. and then kick a wall and break bricks, and that was yeah, a, that how was does a stretch. He not, you know, even if you do have like no cartilage in your knee, how are you still able to kick a brick well, without wincing in pain? Yeah, yeah. That that was a stretch. Yeah. That's so hopefully they do away with that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of I think why. <laughs> No, you know, if we want, <laughs> you know, they go, and they, they go and they change Bane's voice because nobody can understand him. Yet they never do anything about Batman. I did like the original voice though, because I, I went to uh, Mission Impossible Four and saw the uh, like first ten minutes, the Bane scene. I saw the original and I didn't have a problem with it. I was like, well, he's just intimidating. I don't give a shit. You know, the action's good, but yeah, um, I think. You know, if that movie was a uh, huge, like popular, like like Dark Knight was, I yeah. think it'd be difficult to see the reboot. But yeah. it, it, we pretty much needed Rises to welcome this new Batman. You know, we really did. Because it almost, I mean, the, you know, it's like screw that last one. Right. Yeah. How much Batman was actually in that last one? It oh, wasn't Jesus. much. Yeah, Not I was. It almost yeah. felt like Nolan didn't want to make the movie. The second time watching, I would, I will say that it did seem, it seemed like a good watch. The first time was hard. I also went to the trilogy screening, mm. so I was probably tired. Of yeah. <laughs> so you saw all three in succession? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. God. Yeah. Two dollar hot dogs at Jordan Creek. Yeah, your wife let you do that. That's nothing yeah. unless you do it to Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It's worse than the trilogy. Oh shit. Yeah. You do special imagine. butt donuts. I'll see you in a week, like dear. Right. Yeah, well like Marvel, you know, in some uh <laughs> in some other uh, uh cities, uh I think AMC was putting like all the Marvel movies up, you know. Oh my that's god. That's an event and that see that's the thing, like I love the movies, but that's too much. I mean it's just too much. Yeah. You need rest. You can't just keep watching unless they're just gonna give you like Red Bull after Red Bull or something. <laughs> that could be fun. Heart attacks. Right. <laughs> but yeah. you're not gonna get shot, you're just gonna die from heart attacks. <laughs> Don't worry about theater shooting. Yeah. It's Red Bull. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It still counts. Yeah. We got a ticket, it's all it's all we need. But yeah. Well that's that's freaky because that, that night uh that's when that uh, massacre happened. It was like another um oh gosh, um whatever 
theater. I think it was the same theater chain. Oh, was that chain. in Colorado? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. My friend called me. He was like, I just make sure you're okay. And it's like, well, yeah, it was Colorado. I'm okay. But... <laughs> But you never think about that stuff. But yeah, that was a, that was a freaky time. But well, they had another shooting here in Louisiana uh, with, uh, in train wreck of all been, movies. Yeah, like the Amy Schumer movie. <laughs> right. It's like I can see people not liking the movie, but uh, a train wreck. Shoot Maybe she didn't show her tits, and they were like, "That's it. Give me my gun." We like the BBWs, damn it. <laughs> I don't want to see Bill Hader's dick. No, I, I don't know. I, just, I didn't see the movie. I didn't Wait, see the movie. You, went, you went to go see the movie what? No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> no, Wait, trying to sound pretty good right now. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's got John Cena. <laughs> yeah, I heard he's funny in it. I really did, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's um, that's always like... I, I always look at the exit doors now and uh, just make sure they're shut and there's no brick keeping them open or anything. <laughs> it's like shit. Yeah, no. I mean, it is, it is a it is a death trap. If anybody, there's no decides, security, I mean, so yeah. it's perfect, really. I, I mean, mean, and and trying to get out of there. I mean, while everybody else is stampeding, it's like you're, some people are just going to be stuck. Although so. this last guy brought a backpack in, so I would question that right away. You know, you know, Especially, you know, there's a studio exec though going, did did he buy a ticket? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then we're good. Then we're good. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Which just begs to question, you know, if you can do that. Yeah. I can sneak in beer now. Yeah. That's going to make movies a whole lot better. I mean, I know that we yeah. have flicks, but seriously. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I sneak in candy and stuff, but yeah, you have to. It's like five bucks a box of candy. You pay a dollar at Target. Right. What's that in your pocket? It's you so just happy to see me. Oh, that's a gun. <laughs> Boom. M&Ms? I just walk really slow so you don't hear it. <laughs> but yeah, I remember years ago, um, uh, friends and I, uh, it was like a theater by Dolls off of a Merle Hay. Uh, we went to, we got 20 ounce pops, you know, laid back in the chair like, <laughs> we screwed the system. And I opened mine, it just blows up all over me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like karma right yeah all sticky throughout the whole movie like oh this is fun and actually a friend of mine brought a box of popcorn in put it in his jacket i'm like how do you do that yeah but anyway yeah so never did a gun thankfully but yeah yeah please don't yeah I mean, no know. no yeah. no <laughs> everybody check out my gun oh my god yeah it's a new way to sneak in candy yeah oh shit <laughs> put it but. in your clip <laughs> Full size Snickersnicks in my clip. <laughs> it's a combo. Combo number nine. <laughs> Double feature. Um, but um, yeah, uh, I guess uh, a few more things to say about the Batman thing is um, it looks like it's going to get a three picture deal. And Ben has two projects he was going to do direct. And those have been pushed aside, I think, so he can do the Batman. So Argo 2 is not happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their dates are just being moved around. <laughs> Let's go back. Dates more just... Iranians, more anger. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna wear a bat suit in it. It's gonna be interesting. <laughs> Where were the hidden people? <laughs> I'm here to save you, Alfred. <laughs> it sounds like those movies have already been made. It's just the dates are getting pushed. Yeah, further back into 2016 well, because I mean, of yeah. Batman v Superman coming out. Yeah, because um, he's supposed to direct those too. It'll be interesting to see if he can. I mean, I know he directed himself in Argo, yeah. and uh, and got, um, what was the other one he did? Uh, the, the town. town. Yeah. Um, but you know, he, he's going to be in the bat suit. I've heard he's bitched about being in the suit. Everyone has bitched because you just sweat like crazy. You know, I fight crime in a rubber suit. Yeah, really seals in the flavor. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, that's just going to be that's going to be a true challenge though. If he's directing, you know, he's just. 
pissed off. Like the movie's just well, gonna sure. end up being like Temple of Doom. He's just he's loose. probably lost a lot of weight just being in the. Oh suit. yeah, he's just he's just eating like turkey legs on the side to yeah. beef back up. But yeah, it'll be interesting if he can do the two. I guess if he can't, then they'll be like, well, we'll get another director for the right. two and three. But yeah, I look forward to it. Um, I have uh, a cousin kind of just told me before we started that. Uh, he might be doing like seven movies, but um, just three solo. But you know, like like Iron Man, he'll pop well, he's up. already in Suicide Squad, right? right. I know that much. Oh, mm-hmm. Justice League, and yeah. All that oh yeah. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Aquaman will be the hardest to pull off out of all those characters. Just the underwater. I don't know how they could do that. You know, he's shoot. also one of the hardest to pull off in the comics, right? So, so, yeah. Although that picture they released, you know, months back of Momoa, oh my gosh, I, like I wouldn't screw with him. Yeah. Is it Momoa or Mosa? Mimosa? I, I don't like he's yeah. a, yeah. <laughs> he's no a idea. Nice drink beverage, Mister Mo, uh, Mister uh, Bonet. He's married to Lisa Bonet from the Cosby Show. Oh, he is. Yeah. See, I thought he, I thought she was married to Lenny Kravitz. She was. They had, oh, okay. they had the kid, and they the kid's an actress now. She was an X Men. Uh, uh, first class. Oh, okay. Um, she was the girl that flew and spit fire. Whatever. She was in Mad Max the, too. The weakest yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one she, that you were like. Oh. That's why she died in the follow up. Yeah. It was just an autopsy photo. Like that's what we thought of her. Oh, did you? I think we're gonna wind up with all kinds of table vibration in this episode just because of the. Oh, that's yeah, all right. Little... I, I'm we're working on a hundred year old table, so. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, if it farts or cracks, it's all right. Right. Yeah. 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 No. It, no worries. I, I remember mean, when we did our first episode. That's all. Literally, all you could hear in the whole. Of course, episode. we had only one mic, and we were like, we were using one of those like recorders that you take to a digital. Uh, a digital yeah. Record, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty decent recorder, but yeah, it's uh, uh, we've done the computer ever since. The only thing you risk with the computer is it crashing, but the mixer you can plug in a you know a backup. That's, that's why I've got the shock mount because all the vi- any vibration will right. go into the shock mount. Well, owls will sound mic. fantastic, so yeah, <laughs> that's all that counts. Yeah. That's- <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, so that, that seems to be a good future for Batman and uh, whatever they decide to do with Superman. But um, I guess we can move back into another review. Um, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Mission Impossible Impossible Five. Is it? Yeah, we're up to five. Yeah. yeah, Rogue Nation. They stopped naming them though. So have they yeah. numbering them right? Yeah, yeah numbering oh, did them. Did they? Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just I mean, Rogue Nation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was. I was. I was. I was really impressed. It was. It was just really, really entertaining from the very start to the very end. Uh, I thought the supporting characters were far stronger than they've ever been in any of the other movies I've seen. I know um, uh, Simon Pegg. He seemed to have a much larger role. He was really impressive. He, he has this thing where he pulls off where he's kind of a comedy relief, but he's also still taking the role kind of seriously. And so that, and the, I don't know that, 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 that doesn't seem to be really easy to pull off, but he was impressive. Now, he, see, he, I, he played I'm, a large part in it. Is he like the Emilio Estevez character? Cause I've never seen the first one. I only know that Emilio is in it. Oh yeah. You know, whatever he, happens to him. Who, Emilio? Yeah. He died. He dies. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, okay. The elevator... Um, Pretty quickly, yeah. At that mm-hmm. point, does his like eyebrows get shaved off? And, <laughs> yeah. And he gains weight. Yeah, and now he looks like <laughs> he he's... He starts uh, a vineyard. Yeah. He's like expressing the balloon look. <laughs> but, I, you know, I think... And, and, and Tom Cruise, uh, he's actually starting to show his age a little bit. He's finally starting to look something other than 30 years old. Wow. So, but I think he's 50 now. Although he's, he's hanging on the great. damn plane in the movie, you know. Yeah, Alan did his own st- Yeah, a lot of his own stunts. I, I thought uh, that Rebecca Ferguson, the actress who plays um, Ilsa, 
I guess Ilsa, there was kind of a play. They part of the movie takes place in Morocco, so it was kind of a play on Casablanca. So, but uh, she was amazing. I mean, she did had a lot of action scenes, and she had a lot of uh, motorcycle riding, and and she basically was for a. Uh, most of the film was stronger than Cruz was. She's saving his life multiple times. And, oh, wow. and so, uh, she's well, getting kinda, older now. So. Yeah, she, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so she kind of stole the show. So Your grandpa, <laughs> uh, so I think she's, she's going to move on to bigger and better things after this role. I think she was, she was amazing in the movie. So, um, but yeah, the, the plot was really complicated and, and a lot of twists and turns, a lot of double crosses as usual. And, uh, but it was really, really well done. Really, really impressive so i'd I'd recommend everybody go out and going out to see it so it's i don't know mitch if you've seen it yet or Mm -mm, no is it a better soundtrack at least than the second one Oh yeah, they all. Oh, I think God. they all have been since. <laughs> Good lord! Are we talking about what was that? Uh, that Metallica. Metallica. Oh, oh yeah. there was no Metallica. There was no heavy metal in Good. this one. That <laughs> second one's a hard watch anymore. That's probably why it's I never the, watched well, it. Well, who's that actress that's in it though? She's pretty decent. I don't recall. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she's in that she's been movie. A lot of stuff. Uh, what is it? Crash and um something happiness, the pursuit of happiness. Oh yeah, she, she played leaves, the uh, horrible mother and wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, who, who else? Josh. What? What were? What Josh Groban's in it. What? Josh Groban. Josh what? <laughs> he just sings his lines. Josh, I no. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, some sort of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I dug Mission Impossible just the same. I it was great. It was. Uh, I liked the last one, and I didn't even think this one was better than the last one. I, I didn't think they could really top it, but they managed to. And um, uh, Simon Pegg's character Benji, he was introduced in the third one. Mm-hmm. As just like a tech guy, you know, and then they brought him back for the fourth one, and he had a little bit more to do in the fourth one. But this one, he really has a lot to do. Um, he's yeah. all, he's like center stage for some of it, really. His character, yeah, um, he's he's kind of pivotal in, in yeah. certain parts of it. Yeah, and it's very funny and Mission great. Impossible always seemed like the American version of James Bond. Right, it is. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is pretty much uh, given Bond uh, running for its money in a, in a way. I mean, you know, uh, the new Bonds are more. Crafty. I don't know how you would explain it with the Sam Mendes uh, take on it. Well, yeah. Oddly enough, the the newer Bonds are more character, yeah, oriented, right. But I mean, this one this one is able to balance everything. It gives you the action. It's not so serious all the time. Um, Sam Mendes did the uh, the American Beauty, right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, are we ever going to see Bond just staring off at a? <laughs> plastic bag just floating in the air saying how beautiful it is with a tear god i hope not that's time for him to go then right, exactly. right before he gets that's shot it's so beautiful it's sean it's connery simplistic. laying up on the ceiling with roses <laughs> yeah it's so beautiful time to walk out yeah good one good one what yeah. the hell is this yeah <laughs> But uh, the action in this movie is fantastic. Like, oh, there's yeah. one action scene after another. That motorcycle chase. Oh, was my really gosh. Great. And Cruz is nuts. I mean, we all know that. But he's really, like, he's on this bike and he's just cruising. I mean, literally. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why Excellent. is it that Tom Cruise is always on a motorcycle at some point? It's yeah. like Michael Bay movies. You always guaranteed that there's going to be some sort of interstate traffic. Yeah. You know, yeah. Big yeah. blow up. There's going to be scenes of Tom Cruise running and Tom Cruise on a motorcycle. <laughs> pretty much count on that. Yep. And standing on a box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to kiss you. <laughs> running in heels. <laughs> like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Um, yeah. The motorcycle scenes. I mean, there's a scene where. You know they they're leaning so far over. He his knee actually hits the the ground. And he bring and he gets back up, but he's like that really happened. He's like there's no wires or anything. It's just it's crazy. But um, it's a really good movie. It was really, really well good. Yeah, and the enemy in this one is really uh, unpredictable. 
I mean, geez, they really and man, they have all the best weapons you can imagine. It, you just have to see it. Who is the enemy in this one? It's just, well, it's Rogue Nation. It's like the anti uh, IMF. You know, it's like okay. it was started by ex agents, and then they went uh, rogue, literally. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And, so yeah, see, figured it out, there, yeah. and they became a nation. Um, so wow, yeah. we're, we're great detectives. The bad guy's really cool. Yeah, I can't. He hasn't really been in much, but uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't recognize him. He was funny voice. He had a really but, creepy voice. Yeah. yeah. But it, it was it was really good. It's definitely worth seeing. Uh, you know, I, I recommend Fantastic Four, but I also recommend seeing this over that if if you have to choose. I mean, oh, yeah. I wish yeah. I could. I seem like this week I've seen everything. But. Well, hell, when when uh, Dragon Ball Z gets a higher Rotten Tomatoes score than <laughs> Fantastic Four, you know, yeah, that is, that, I'm just gonna go see Fantastic Four. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> it may be a movie so bad that it's good. Right. Well, maybe that's the case. I kind of want to see it out of curiosity, just to see, yeah. just so I can see. I think you either to, what, I think, yeah. what happened. Is that a matinee movie then? Well, probably. I wasn't disappointed in like, or spending should the money, we wait but... until FX Network gets on it? No, and does all the special features <laughs> oh, behind shit. the scenes? They'll edit it even more. With those two It'll people. be horrible. Yeah. Did you know? They'll just insert this, clips uh... of the old movies, and then you're like, "What happened to these people?" <laughs> <laughs> it's clobbering time. Yeah, Michael Chiklis. He's like five, what, five feet tall. That and... Dude is short. Yeah, that's the only thing I didn't like about that the original thing. This this new thing, they really, they really got short. him right. Look in, good. In the new yeah. one, yeah, they did. I think so. Did he look more bouldery? Yeah, I mean, look like you take the Hulk on. The other guy looked like he just get thrown which around. Is, which is consistent in the comics, you know. I mean, yeah. The Thing versus Hulk fights were always right. the most fun things to read. Right. Yeah, and That's you cool. couldn't see that with the other one. Yeah, no, you couldn't. At all. <laughs> Hulk would just kick him across the room. <laughs> Michael yeah, just Michael Chiklis punches Hulk in the nuts. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hulk eats. <laughs> Thing takes a knee. <laughs> Hulk changes back. We don't need Black Widow. <laughs> Bruce Banner beats the thing. <laughs> changes the Hulk. Awesome. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's um, basically uh, yeah. They're both good movies, but Mission Impossible is definitely worth your money. I think. Um, Catch the matinee for Fantastic Four. Okay. See the evening show of Mission Impossible. That, that should be good. <laughs> yeah. Um, we should make that a new segment. Which ones will be matinee and which ones will be... That's a good idea. Yeah. 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 I could yeah, definitely see some of those being the... Yeah. You hate to spend all that money and it's like, man, I should have just... Uh, right. Why did I listen? No, yeah, but it's yeah. so much money anymore. To, but yeah, honestly, yeah. when Fantastic Four ended, I I was like, it's a good movie. That's yeah. what I. It's, at the heart of it, I think it's a good movie. So, but so no yeah. tissues were needed. You didn't cry tears of joy. No. Yeah, everyone's just like, <laughs> it's so negative. I hate it. It's like, did you see it? No, but I hate it. Oh, <laughs> uh, the trolls of the internet. Who told you, Roger Ebert? Roger Ebert's dead. Oh, <laughs> someone else told me. He would have said it. Yeah. <laughs> I give it two flap jaws down. <laughs> 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 Maybe that's why his, his return, return to uh, show didn't work. Uh, yeah, and this is Mitch sober. <laughs> this will be my last podcast, guys. So it's been a pleasure. We knew we had a new guest for a reason. Damn it! I got to do, do new cover art now. A replacement radio. I represent the estate of Roger Ebert. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get ugly. Oh, hi, Chaz. His wife. <laughs> Shit. I'm just going to jump off this deck over here. <laughs> See you, Mitch. Um, Bye-bye. She's going to get that bread knife. No. <laughs> <laughs> right.
those are sharp hinkles. Yeah, really. Hinkles. Whoo, yeah. Whoo, doggy. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Uh, Mitch, Mitch is cutting himself today. Just well, you know, when you're down and out, you get you know. <laughs> he just couldn't wait for us to hit record. Much to say. It's like the weekend's ending. Damn. Oh god, I can't can't make it through. <laughs> um, I just read this last night. Um, it's it's really not a rumor, but uh, Bill Murray was spotted going to the Ghostbusters set in Boston. I guess yeah. so. It's going to be a cameo in it, apparently. Nice. Um, yeah. Which will be like his first really reprisal since the yeah. horrible Garfield's 2 movie, which he still <sighs> regrets. Right. Yeah. So I just, uh, I don't think, uh, I don't know if he's going to be the old character or not. You know, it might just be, it might just be like just a, one of those. Do you think he's going to play like a dad? Like maybe these are the kids <clears throat> of the yeah. people? I mean, he won't be, he won't be Peter Vinkman, but he'll be no. someone else. Yeah. Like I heard, I hope this isn't true, but I heard uh, Ackroyd's uh, uh, cameo. It sounds really corny and stupid, but he supposedly he's driving a taxi cab and he tells one of them, like, I'm not afraid of any ghosts or something. I'm like, oh, he's oh already, please don't be that the line. That sounds he's so already, <laughs> He's already afraid of no ghosts. He's already filmed his then? Ackroyd? Yeah. He did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they'll bring Hudson in, but I hope so. Hudson's a good guy. He's yeah. up for anything, really. Sweet really guy, is. man, in person. Yeah, yeah he's oh, nice. a nice guy. Yeah, like a convention. I was, I was really nervous to he's talk to him. He's solid in anything he's ever been in. He's yeah, he's really a good, actor. good actor. It's a shame because, you know, uh, the original Ghostbusters script was supposed to be Eddie Murphy, I guess, for his part. That's right. Oh, wow. He had a lot of dialogue, but then when Hudson got on, they cut a lot of it, and I was like, that's really, it wasn't fair. He never got right. a fair deal out of the whole Ghostbuster thing. No, but, but he always loved it. Yeah, no, he... He was always very thankful. He's yeah. probably the most humble guy well, it, out it there. Probably, yeah. It probably made his career... I mean, it really did make his career. Well, what did career. he do before that? Does anybody know? No. I mean... He's had bit part stuff. Yeah. I mean, right. Right. And he's had better uh, parts since. Um, I liked him in The Crow. Yeah, yeah he was... That, that was yeah, good. He was really good yeah. in The Crow. Yeah. He's the anchor in that whole movie, I thought. And Substitute, he was a pretty good bad guy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Tom Berenger, like, uppercut him. I'm the merciless god of anything that stirs yeah. in the universe. If you like substitute one through seven, <laughs> Ernie Hudson. No. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, he a great actor. I hope I hope they bring him in somehow, some way. But I mean, I really would like them to be their old characters, but yeah. sounds like it's not going to be that way. So. We'll see. I, I'm I'm liking the concept more and more. But at first, I was like so pissed. I wasn't pissed about the female team. I just like you can't ignore the other stuff that came before. But right. yeah. Well, according to any movie studio, you can. Yeah. Right? True. Yeah, exactly. True. Yeah. And they can edit it for you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gosh, we could just give this to Fox and let them edit it. Yeah. It'd probably be a two minute podcast. <laughs> just be like, hi. <laughs> Credits. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Goodbye. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Scene. Right. Well, you know, and all of us here, uh, who all here collects comics? And it's just mostly. I uh, I have a pretty large collection at home. Um, you still you still get them, or you know, I have only gotten a couple physical comics maybe the last two or three years. Yeah. Um, I've been There's doing so a lot of comicsology. Uh, the, the oh, the website? The, yeah. Oh. So I, I read them all. Oh, I heard that's really good. It's the digital? fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, it's got guided view, so, you know, it uh, is, is smart. You know, it takes yeah. panel to panel, zooms in. Um, but physical comics, I've got close to 18,000 at home. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, my wife hates every last second of it. But, uh, you know, it's a, it's a lot. Um, uh, fantastic. Fun hobby. It I, zooms I in because like Steve can't see the real comic. Right? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I need the iPad so it's uh, better on my eyes. Yeah. Once you hit 120, it, it hurts to, to read those things. But, hurts yeah. so good. Yeah, a lot of comics. 
That's so, crazy. so where do you yeah. have those stored at? So most of them are stored a uh, combination of uh, a loft in our place and our entire under the staircase closet is nothing but ceiling oh to floor gosh. boxes. So wow. uh, it's uh it's way His too His daughter's many. room. <laughs> when she, she goes to college, on the couch. Yeah. she sleeps on the couch. Yeah. This is your college fund. No, you, you have an understanding spouse about this whole. Thing. You know, I do. Um, she's uh, actually the best. pretty awesome about it. Yeah, you know, she she supported it, you know, all the way through, and she even read some, and you know, liked them, and uh, sweet. Yeah, got uh, got luckier than I deserved to be. That's for sure. Well, that's uh, great. Yeah, she didn't make you like sell them. She didn't make me sell them. That's nice. Um, yeah, yeah. I've you're got, the exception, <laughs> not the rule. <laughs> right. But yeah, I have uh, comics ranging from the 40s to current. Oh, wow. Holy cow. Yeah. That's fantastic. When did you get the ones in the 40s? So, um, in the 40s? 40s. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Back when I was 50, uh, 1944. Uh, my oldest comic is 1947. The war's over. You're right. I got back from the war. <laughs> had a few extra Kiss, to Kissed your gal in Times kissed Square. And uh, yeah, we gave Hitler the old sock. You know, yeah. That was good. Um, but no, uh, back in the late 90s, I was picking up some older stuff. You know, Sweet. I mean, my favorite comic is Green Lantern. Um, and so my whole goal was to fill in all my holes. Yeah, right. Uh, from this 1960s Silver Age Green Lantern on up. Right. Um, and by, I don't know, 2005, I only had five or six holes to fill. Wow. And those were out of my price range. So there's uh, still holes. But uh, right. I did find a 1947 Golden Age Green Lantern that I was able to buy for a few hundred bucks. Wow. Um, and its value was like around twelve, thirteen thousand. 13,000 in the condition I have it in. I could probably get 1,500, 2,000 for it. Yeah. Um, cause it's not in great condition, but it's, oh, it's still in comics again. It's <laughs> <laughs> got bills to pay. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, easy to rob. Dad, I colored something. Like, ah, <laughs> right. oh, shit. Oh. It's very nice. Why are you crying? It's beautiful. Right. Uh, I don't Damn even it. know how I'd react. <laughs> I, think I'd just be too I gotta leave. I'll be back. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, big collection, a lot of fun. You know, it's, um, it was a fun hobby while it lasted, but you know, right. I, still, I still read a few here and there. And, you still got uh, a great collection. Yeah, right? it's a great collection, and uh, you know it'll be fun to sift through someday. And, yeah, uh, like absolutely. what? So Green Lantern's your favorite. Like what? What other ones are you into? So I was mainly a DC guy when I collected, and I would get peripheral Marvel here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, I liked Spider Man. I liked some of the uh, um, X Men one shot stuff. You know, God loves man kills those kind of things. Those one shot stories were pretty neat from the X Men, but primarily I was DC. Um, right. Tons of Superman, uh, tons of Batman. Um, I had Batman from like issue three twenty five all the way until the the reboot with you know the Identity Crisis and all that stuff where they started renumbering things. Right. Yep. Yeah. So you know I, I had a ton of those, um, but uh, it was a it's a it was a lot of money. It was a lot of investment. Right. Um, but it was uh, you know it was worth it. My wife and I didn't have any kids at the time. Right. Yeah. You know, perfect. So we, yeah. You know, we were not too extravagant, and that's what some of the money went to. But uh, that's yeah. why. Yeah. DC was great. Um, I like some of the um, image stuff that came out um, in the nineties. Yeah. Um, Spawn was really good. Um, some of the image stuff was fantastic. Some was terrible. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just, right. But it's like anything. You know. I mean, you throw stuff at the wall, it sticks. Sometimes it doesn't. Well, it was so cool at the time because at at that time it was a big deal because they're like, oh, we're we're independent, we're doing our own thing. And, oh yeah. And uh, McFarlane was as hot as ever back then. 
His and artwork is still just unbelievable. I, I love I love his artwork. I don't know if he's even drawing anymore. Is he even doing anything? He um, was he like too doing good for some that now? covers and stuff. Like not not even the full pencils, but I think like you know overlaying some of it. But I know he's been back creatively with Spawn. I think on the writing side uh, a little bit. But you know, I I still look back at those '90s Spawn comics. You know, and those are just yeah. He's, he's probably my favorite uh, '90s comic book artist of all time. No one draws so. a cape better than Todd McFarlane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just uh, unbelievable. That's probably why they had a CGI of the cape in the movie. <laughs> exactly, you can't make him that good. What were you your know? thoughts then of the movie? Uh, the Spawn movie itself. Um, I like the HBO cartoon much better. Yes, than the movie. I agree with you. Yeah, you know, yep. but uh, that really was good. Yeah, I think it was like any of the '90s products when a studio gets involved, just yep. like today with Fantastic Four. You know, you see a lot of cuts Comprom- and compromises, compromises, and I don't think the creative vision is. It was he all directed there. that, didn't he? Or did he not? Um, I don't remember if he directed I, that or not. I don't believe so. I, it was he didn't have much input, director. though, right? Right. I okay. mean, I know he, you know, he touted involvement and things like that. But I think you put on your best PR face when the studio is yeah. involved. And yep, um, I don't think it was the spawn on the screen wasn't the spawn in the comics. Right. I know? like the actor. Uh, what was his name? Michael. Michael J. White. J. Yeah. Yep. I like him. Got the, the pencil through his face in uh, in the Dark Knight. Oh, yeah, yep. Or, that was him. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. <laughs> that was Spawn. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, You'll yeah, give your crime was... seat ledger? Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember I saw that movie before I even knew anything about Spawn, and um, I, I liked it, but yeah, it seemed kind of a mess, you know? But Yeah, it wasn't, you know, if, if you only saw the movie and you never read the comic, right. you're not buying the comic. I did see, yeah, I later you know. did see the HBO series, and I, I enjoyed that a lot. It really was able to go in depth. and They should have kept with that, I thought. That was pretty neat. Yeah. I, yeah. I haven't seen that movie in years. I'd like to revisit it. You know, that's probably a franchise that's that's bound to be rebooted any, any he minute. He keeps trying now. to do it another one he's been doing that for yeah. years it just keeps it dies and comes back and there's yeah. a couple of youtube videos where people have gone on and actually created their own cgi work and all that stuff they're actually pretty oh, yeah. decent yeah um, they're actually sometimes even better than what we've seen I yeah mean, i've seen some cool right. lightsaber battles you know oh, yeah people just put together video. yeah the amazing. look of spawn in that movie was good but it's just the storyline was just so far out there. It wasn't. It's a it, lot to take in. It was way ahead of its time. Yeah. I think. I'm, I'm sure the CG if, is probably dated by now. Yeah, I mean, it's really. CG, yeah, right? it yeah. was very early. I mean, even back then, it was like this looks kind of shitty. <laughs> I, <laughs> see, I still don't know much about Spawn. I yeah, I know that he was sent to hell and then came back. Right. But I mean, even the storyline that they were gonna put this big biological war thing, and then. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, he had to deal with the devil. It was just really weird. It's a big. It yeah. would probably work now. Should have been a two parter. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 I kind of lost the mythology along the way. You know, I had yeah. the first seventy-five comics, and um, past then, you know, I can just tell you what I've heard or read. Right. Um, but I mean, I love the core premise. You know, there's this guy who um, went to hell because of his actions in life. He was not a good guy. Right. Um, but he comes back as a hell spawn and um, there's a hell spawn, I think like every 500 years, something like that. And his power is, is finite. I mean, once he uses it all, he's done and, and usher in the next guy. Right. You know, is that and, ever explained uh, in the movie though? I don't think it is. I don't think they explored that in the movie as much. No. Like he had to, he had to learn how to, like he kept evolving. It seems. Right. Yeah. And in the comic he evolved too, you know, right. I mean, he had no idea what he could do in any way, shape. He had no idea his, cape and chains were quote unquote alive you know right the suit right but uh 
I mean, the, the core concept was awesome. And I think that's one of the reasons why that comic is nonstop continued to produce and do well. Savage Dragon, another image comic that is still being produced. And um, I think those are the only two that have those high issue numbers. Really? Is, uh, is Eric Larson still doing the Savage yes. Dragon? He's still doing that. Yeah. He's still doing it himself. That's wow. my understanding, yeah. He, All these he, years. It's been like 1992 to written to today. And <laughs> that's and, a long yeah. time. I don't know if he's still doing the drawing. I, I honestly don't know, but I, I know that he was still involved with it. I read something a couple of years ago in an interview wow. with him. And, yeah. Yeah. Because um, I know, like, Jim Lee, he was doing, um, I can't remember. Wildcats. What. Yeah, Wildcats. But he's back with DC now. Yeah, so he's, he's one of the head he's, honchos he's back. DC. He's working for the man now, yeah. Yeah, uh, DC bought out Wildstorm, and so all those characters became property of DC. And, wow. You know, DC was producing Grifter, which was one I'll, of Jim I'm Lee's sure characters. the price was right. So. I'm sure it was right, because yeah. he's still there. And, <laughs> so, like, I'm independent. Oh, wait, how much? Right. <laughs> So yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of fun stuff. So uh, what was it like? Uh, I guess we could all relate to this, but like you know, I'd always turn out for the superhero movies, but I bet it was finally a great thing. Like now they're accepted and people care about them. They're talking about them. Well, it, it's funny because you know it was um, the comic shops back in when I started collecting yeah. in the late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, you know uh, they weren't what you see like on the Big Bang Theory. You right. Know, it's. Uh, <laughs> Boy, it's really musty in here. You know? <laughs> and, uh, I'm not sure that guy's taking a shower in six months. You know? so, but it was it was still pretty awesome. You right. Know? I mean, it had such a lot of cool stuff. But it's um, it is neat to see. You know, I, I remember when they did the death of Superman, when Doomsday right. Superman, that whole buildup. That's the first time when I was collecting comics that I saw lines out the door, and I'm like. Are you kidding me? I got my pull file. Just let me in and get my stuff. <laughs> let me get out of here. Yeah. You know, but it was, you know, that stuff became a circus, you know, and events started happening over and over and over. And, you know, that's a uh, stuff that happens still to this day. You right. Know? And, and I'm not sure that. How, how much uh, of the, uh, you know, the digital internet age, how much do you think that's affected the industry in terms um, of sales? I think it's. I think it's helped the industry a little bit. You know, I mean, um, they have digital storefronts for comic shops nowadays where yeah. when you get to Comixology, you know, if you buy through that uh, store's website, you know, they get part of that money. And so they, you know, they still continue to be able to thrive. Um, I think it, you know, it's it's something that was unavoidable. And I know when it first came out, that was my question is, well, geez, am I going to be able to go down to Mayhem anymore? Because right. so, so many other, you know, you know, paper media has been affected right. drastically by it, and I've had all kinds of job losses and it's, cuts. It, yeah, and it's, so it's, that's it's what kind big. of feared was like. Well, maybe comics may be going the way of the dodo here, right? And, and that was my concern. You know, and I'm thinking, oh boy, what's going to happen? As cool as it is to flip through it on the iPad and, and have it there, um, and not crowding up space in my home, um, right? <laughs> you know, that that was a concern. But you know, you go to Mayhem, and they've almost doubled their size since. Comicsology's even come out, and wow. yeah. you know some places are still thriving pretty well. Um, but I think it's a, um, I think it was a necessary evil, so to speak. Yeah. But I also think that you know with the digital storefronts and and the store is still actually able to make money off of the digital purchases, um, it hasn't hurt as bad as I think they even thought. Well, don't they sometimes do like a, a combo? Like you'll buy the the book and you also get a digital copy. Right. Yeah, that can happen too a lot. Um, doesn't always happen. Right. Um, but. Uh, uh, even even for those that like the digital, like myself, who has a zillion copies at home, I, there's still something fun just about having it in your hand, right? You know, and being able to read it, exactly, um, right? But you know, even as accepted as it is today, 
you might see people at a Starbucks on an iPad reading a comic as opposed to actually flipping through a physical comic. And, right. Yeah. And plus right. it takes up no space. You don't get any complaints from anybody right. at, at home. Right. So. Exactly. Well, and I don't think that, I don't think that they had to migrate towards, I think having a digital storefront keeps it alive because kids aren't going to buy comics. They're going to the movie theater and that's the only interaction right. with the series that they're getting. They have, that's how they have to stay alive. Cause there've been, Mayhem is the only one around in Des Moines right now. I mean, there's one up in Ames. But it's we a mayhem. Had, we had, right. yeah. Yeah. There's a place we had, called Capes Downtown. But, oh, yeah, they're is? not as big. They were a, a cup of kryptonite before. Okay. Um, but, oh, yeah. Southside before, right? Yeah. Right. They were on well, they were on floor, and then they moved to Beaverdale, and then they just, yeah. ceased. Yeah. Well, they got bought out, and they became Capes. But, yeah, Mayhem is, like, the only place I really – I used to go to Dragonfire. That was my – That's problem. where I went. Right? Yeah. And that was vacant for many years. It was kind of – it's, it's hard to see vacant. it. I think it finally became, like, Did an L really? salon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there might be more of an effect than we – yeah, you probably want to admit. Well, I, and I think those bigger stores are going to thrive. Right. Know? Oh, yeah. Um, but I think huge. your dra- just... dragon fires and things like that. Yeah. I, mean, so I know Xanadu used to be around. Yeah. What back well, when we were kids. Half of them now don't just sell comics. It's they've turned into head shop slash comic book stores. <laughs> right. That's what they are. Yeah. Well, and Mayhem has a huge game business. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah I'm know. so. I'm sure I mean, they have toys there too. Do you yeah. guys game? I mean, I know you game like you know uh, um, game systems, yeah. but do you actually yeah. game with? So yeah, man, that's just. That's expensive. I played. I, I play Magic the Gathering, right? Uh, but I played on my Xbox because those guys are so good down there. Oh I'm not gonna shit! Go get, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, gosh, you, you buy like you know those other uh, forty pieces dollar figuring. Oh like my right. gosh! Yeah, I, I picked up one thing. Uh, I saw a. I'm a Star Trek fan. I saw a Deep, Deep Space Nine station. I was like. That's cool. It was a game piece. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh shit! I thought it was like a toy. <laughs> right. You know, I almost buy those, and yeah, it's just up on my. You know, I mean, yeah, no one's going to really know, but no yeah, one. that's what it's for. I think what helps the comic book industry too is, as far as the stores, I think Free Comic Book Day yeah. has been a huge boom yeah. um, in recent years because I remember the first couple where it was it was fun. It was a little bit busier than normal, right? And then now you have to go, and people are standing outside in line for an hour, even at Mayhem. You know, well, prior I guess to the store opening. How long has that been going on? The Free Comic Book Day is that like a new? It's. Um, I guess I always thought it was around. I. I don't. I don't remember it being around. I don't either. How do they afford to do that? By the way, um, that's. I think it's a risk reward thing. I mean, you know, the the free comic books that you get, it's a loss leader. There's a lot of ads right. in them, right? I mean, there's it's a kinda, lot of ads. In it's them. not like the yeah. And it's basically, um, hey, here's a 15 page intro to what this story is, right? And, and this gets, gets you in the store, yeah. And this yeah. gets you in here's the hook. It. See the merchandise. You like it, you're gonna go buy Batman, yeah. or you're gonna go buy. You know, uh, immortals or whatever the comic might be, right? Um, yeah, but and 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 it is cool, you know. I mean, um, they had a Rocket Raccoon one the year that the Guardians of the Galaxy came out, and, right. and it was just that was a fun one. You oh, know? I bet, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was cool. It was cool to get, but it is anymore. I mean, it's just it's huge. It's a right. ton of people, and you know, it's it's a great thing for the business because they get traffic for the free comic books. And then they're going to be seeing other things on the wall. And, and right. you know, it's just, a, I imagine their, their sales community is pretty sweet, too, because I'll go there and just walk into the game room and see those guys. And then, I mean, they'll sit there for several hours. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And they have probably $1,000 down on figurines on the right. table. And they keep that, that side of it open until midnight yeah. almost every night. That's what's cool, there. though, because it's. Oh, I gosh, think that yes. Yeah. This is what keeps them open. There's right. No other place you can go. 
I mean, just like as a, I don't. There's nowhere I can go and that's the only yeah. in person and right. have a community yeah. for gaming. It's like an ad for Mayhem, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it is. It's, we love it's Mayhem. So. It's a <laughs> we'll great samples. outlet. But like yeah. kids, I mean, parents can drop their kids off there and yeah. Is there video games in there too, or can you bring any? No, no. Can't. JCD and Hobby used to do that. Okay, quite a bit. They had Halo tournaments and uh, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. They've done uh, Unreal tournaments, things like that. But right. uh, Mayhem has not branched off into that, probably because they don't need to. They don't. No, I think that would dilute them, though. I mean, they're right. I think their specialty basically. is going well. And yeah, you know. have any of you been to the Ames store? I've never yeah. been there. Is it yeah. uh, is it booming as well, or do you think they would eventually just bring it all here? Because I do see a lot of merchandise come from Ames. Location, isn't yeah. it? Is it location? considered their main? I think so. Okay. From I've been there twice. I mean, just from the walk-in, it's been. Is it like two floors, years. or is it just one floor? I was just on one floor. Okay, I didn't. Yeah, I thought from a picture it looked like it was a lot bigger Probably than one here. I heard there's a glory hole. <laughs> I will say this one time we were at. <laughs> Uh, a hand pops out and hands you a Warhammer figure. <laughs> it's clean. It's cleaner than you That's think. That's the right. ticket upstairs. Right. The <laughs> biggest turnoff with the man we have here is like if you go in the back room, there's a bathroom. I remember one time my cousin and I were back there and someone was taking a, you know, it smelled really bad yeah. when he got out of there. Uh, <laughs> we know like... that guy probably had combos and <laughs> Mountain Dew as his meals for the last 30 days. <laughs> he was in there for three days yeah, probably. Right. Oh, yeah. He didn't go to the bathroom. We it could hear it too <laughs> as we were looking at comics. I'm like, this is really killing the mood here. Let's oh, get the man. fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. But that's probably the only bad part about that. But um, it's like, yeah, it's a really good store. And, Clean store. Yeah. Yeah. They've done a lot in the last few years to it. You know, they've uh, expanded. And, that's the only shop there that has stayed there. Oh, and that whole like strip yeah. you're talking yeah yeah oh yeah they've expanded in that location mm-hmm. and um i mean you go in there and it looks it's it's what i call tv ready yeah. you know like you get your big bang theory comic shop that you right. know is a they get you all um, the stuff you want. right it yeah. makes it look like hey boy this is the coolest place in the world well mayhem looks just like that right and they play movies or they whatever play movies yeah. in the background yeah. and you know it's a it's an awesome place to go i mean when i, I grew up in omaha and we had one called dragon's lair it's still there um, I have a couple locations in Omaha, and it's very similar to Mayhem in right. its scope and its size, and um, real fun place. I mean, it's a it's a great hobby, right? Um, you know, a lot of the stigmatism's gone from it. You know, that has been there in the old days. Oh yeah, days you're, and you're cool to be a geek. You're now. cool to be hence a geek. That's our, our title, right? Like, I wouldn't title. say that years ago. Yeah, yeah right. You know, and uh, field of men. Yeah, I think, I, I think I think Zach makes a point in, in that, um, like most the casual people's. Um, their interaction with these with these uh, comic books is through the movies now or mm-hmm. TV shows or whatever. So it's it's very mainstream and it's very um, it's a very casual thing to be into. Right. But and, and you can be into it and not really follow along, have to follow along, be a lifelong reader at all. So yeah, you just I jump I, right in. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what how that. I mean, I I almost wonder. Like I know for Marvel and DC, I know that like the, a huge part of their income now is probably just through. Just through licensing and through these movies, movie deals. So, right. um, it's almost kind of become this necessary evil, or not evil, but just this necessary thing that, um, well, it makes a lot more money than the comic side mm-hmm. does. Yeah. I mean, there's so, no question. I mean, the media is so well done. Arrow, The Flash. Oh, yeah. I remember you know. Spawn was in Soul Calibur 3. 
No, that's right. That. Well, and McFarland's a master marketer. I mean, this guy will get his stuff out there. Yeah. You know, toys, everything, cross marketing yeah. platforms, mm-hmm. all that. You know, and and you have to kind of do that. I think nowadays, but uh, um, it's a it's a tough business still. I mean, comics themselves, it's not safe. It's you know. Uh, you constantly see even Marvel and DC both are constantly rebooting every few years and trying new things because yeah. the readership is way down from what it was before because everybody has that media access. They're like, well, yeah, we'll spend two hours and take the kids out to go see the Avengers, but yeah. are we going to want to spend five bucks per copy every week? No. Right. No one cares about Avengers, you know, 65 <laughs> and 1973 yeah. or whatever. Do, do, you do know. we even want to read anymore? Right. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. Think about <laughs> the behaviors of a normal comic book reader, they're probably going to be more introverted. I think that also tailors to the people buying it. Um, a lot of, a lot of people don't want a community that is, you know, the geeks and the nerds are more introverted. They would rather sit, you know, at home in the air conditioning and download a comic instead of right. having to go in and talk to people and pass out and have anxiety. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about experience. Right. There's a girl worker. Yeah. <laughs> If they did that, Mayhem would lose all their business if they would hire a hot chick at their booth. Or <laughs> Yeah. A whole, a whole new subset of customers. You know, it's funny you say that because they have one now. Oh, I, I was in there about three or four months ago, and I remember I'm like, hey, look, look at all these guys wa- uh, standing around the uh, register, and they're not buying anything. Is it the redhead? I think so. Yep. Yeah, if I remember. I can oh, remember. Josh, how do you know about that? <laughs> I've been to Mayhem. <laughs> I can see colors. Right. I hope that girl doesn't listen to this. Oh, I know. That's why I didn't want to say it, but yeah. Yeah. Is it the right We mean it nicely. We're concerned for your welfare, really. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, No. It's not the owner's daughter. Oh, shit. (laughs) There goes the sponsorship. Right. 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 Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We have an edit button. Don't worry. Um, These are not our real names. (laughs) That was cool, though. Um, They were at um, the Des Moines convention we had here. Uh, It was nice to see them there. Actually, I went to uh, C2E2 before that, Chicago. Yeah. They were there, too. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, shit, we're all here. Yeah. Um, They've gotten big. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, it's basically the only place I ever go to. Um, but yeah, I, I don't collect as much as I used to. Um, I started to, and then I just died down. But, yeah. um, you know, that's what's sad about these movies. Like, it's great, but it's kind of killing the, you know, the yeah. urge to go out and read these books. But, uh, yeah. is there, um, any favorite, uh, adaptations you could see for movies or in general? Is there like some good books out there you, that could be movies in the future, you think? You know, that's a great question. I mean, so much of it is niche driven. You know, I mean, your, your big three Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, you got your right. Avengers and, you know, your core Avenger characters. You have Spider Man, X Men. Those will always be big. Yeah. You know, and they've also had the most consistent, um, attention in the comics right you know you have your aquamans your green lanterns your flashes your green arrows i'm I'm, uh, the cw has done a phenomenal job with those what you might call second tier characters yeah um but yeah i I think that you know ride the wave you know right can right Um, because the the comic industry itself is is one that i think will continue to struggle uh, so as long as they can keep putting out quality product, people still want to keep watching it. Right. And, you know, if you're a guy like me who's 310 years old, uh, you've been waiting a long time for quality product. Right. And um, it's, it's coming. I yeah. Mean, I mean, it's, it's here. here yeah. But, yeah, I, 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 DC, I think, is really harnessing it, it seems. They have to almost. They have to give us something different if right. we're going to tune it. I mean, 
I'll tune in either way, but yeah, if it's just exactly. like Marvel, it's kind of like, well, you know, I've already seen this, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and a lot of the stuff in the comics that is is really really good. I'm I'm not sure would translate well mm-hmm. onto the screen. Uh, you know, one of the, a very current comic. It's only on issue number three, Batman Beyond. Oh, okay. Um, it's oh it, yeah, they changed they him. They changed right? him. Yeah. It's Tim Drake who right. was the third Robin. Right. Um, kind of gone into the future, sort of a thing, and uh, phenomenal comic. Is it really good? I doubt it would translate at all on yeah. any screen, you know. Yeah. But uh, uh, written by Dan Jurgens, um, he was the writer and artist of the Superman death, you know, back in the old right. days. Um, phenomenal comic, but, you know, there, there's a lot of great stuff out there, you know, if you're looking for it. Uh, but as far as the screen goes, they're really doing a nice job putting stuff out there. I think that they need to be careful, DC in particular, uh, on their movie properties. You know, they try to just jam so much in. Yeah. You know, the Green Lantern's biggest problem, aside maybe That's from Ryan Reynolds, you know, <laughs> why two villains, you know, and it's just, they, they try to cram too much. If they would have just stuck on has Oa. the biggest potential, too. Well, Sinestro, I think, was the best part of Green Lantern. Yes, I agree. And he and was like one of the use... smallest parts. You yeah, know? and I think if they bring him back, I mean, they should bring Keep the same him. actor. Who cares? Right. It's like Junie Dench for the Bonds. You right. know? She just transitioned over. Yeah. Don't care about it. You don't need to know why or, yeah. you know. I don't care if you're not it. Timothy Dalton. You're, you know, yeah, <laughs> right, right. No, but he was he was probably the highlight yeah. of that movie, I, I think. Um, I, what else did you not like about the Green Lantern? I mean, I mean, it's, it's one of those movies, like, I can't really pinpoint. Well, like, I can pinpoint a few things, but, yeah, it just doesn't. I'm uh, passionate about that one because that's right. my favorite I, comic yeah. character. I meant to ask you, know? you earlier. And yeah, so, yeah, that had, must have been kind of hard. <laughs> it, it was kind of hard, you <laughs> yeah. know. And I'm in a theater at midnight. Oh no! And at my age, uh, <laughs> that was a difficult showing, nonetheless. Right. But uh, um, it was one of those movies where I'm thinking with his CPAP machine. With my CPAP machine. <laughs> 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 I didn't nurse too, just in case I missed my meds. And but it's cool. Um, it looks like Darth Vader. Yeah, mask, right? it, it, exactly. Yeah, what yeah. It looks like it yeah. sounds just like it too. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it was um, it was one of those movies where, in parts, you're thinking this is wow, that was right. really awesome. Right. And then literally the very next part, you're like, oh god, why? There's a lot why? of build up, and then just kind of like a lot that, of build up and a lot of fizzle. That dude well, no, just gets a big head. Normally, and... I complain about. <laughs> Move, or uh, comics to movie because they focus too much on their transition. Right. Um, but that's one where I like the story and the transition for Green Lantern. I want to see more of, you know, when he's getting his training and that's the exciting part when he starts figuring out what he can and can't do with his power. Right. And I think, you know, the, I think the right writer can handle a movie like a Green Lantern. Um, it had a great director. had a great director. That's so shocking about Half it. Half of the effects were amazing, and yeah. the other half were a little on the hokey side. Did you like the CG suit? I, I Yeah, I had no problem with I didn't suit, really hate it, um, no. You think that the, the, think maybe the um, characters on that the world should have been more practical characters instead of CG? Or? You know, that was one of my favorite parts. Was it? You yeah. Know, only because... I dug it. I can freeze frame yeah. it and yeah. recognize like fifteen of these characters that right. have small bit parts parts exactly. in the comics. Yeah, you know, and uh, that's right. it. Feels like they just took his entry from Justice League and put it on like everything identical. It was so really? weird when I saw that. Really, it was. Uh, it was. I mean, it was a. It was an unfortunate 
circumstance that you know i mean this is the one movie i was waiting for since right. i was four years old oh, boy. and my oh. dad introduced me to green lantern comics because those were his favorite was hal kid. jordan your favorite yeah. i know he was the first right um alan scott was a golden age but in the oh, silver gotcha. age usher it was right. hal jordan okay. right sure, and sure so sure. um he's probably the most well-known he's the most yeah. well-known he's, right. he's he's the one that you see on the on the uh, on on the all the towels and right. you know, whatever it is um but yeah he he was always my favorite but i mean the thing i liked about green lantern was that you could have a million of them you know right technically 3600 one for each sector in right. the galaxy yeah. right 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 but uh and you know some of the best comics uh, especially in the 80s and 90s were the green lantern core comics where right. you know they focused on some of the alien stuff and you know it was just unlimited storytelling potential there's and, rumor that's where it's going to go towards for the next one they're going to have like three green lanterns so i hope that's the case right you know yeah. and i think Guy Gardner is a missed film opportunity, so I hope right. they take advantage of that. Right, that character is just awesome. Did you, know? you like Reynolds being cast? You guys, or I didn't mind. I didn't mind. Um, he was a little on the smarmy side. So how Jordan really there. isn't that wisecracky? He's not or... that wisecracky. Yeah. I mean, every now and then, you know, he, he, that's you know... the problem. I like Reynolds, but I like him to act. Right. You know? Don't be yourself in every part. You know yeah, what I mean? every it's movie like... he's the same guy. Right? right. That's why Deadpool's probably perfect for him. You know. Well, but... oh, he'll excel. There, yeah, right. And he know? looks great. But... I think they played that piece where you know he has to be creative, and I think they used his personality to portray that. And I don't think it was as severe as when it was in the comic. Well. The years I read. Right. Right. And, you know, Hal Jordan was more of a ladies' man than a wisecracker. You know? Right. That was kind of right. what he was known for. You yeah. Know? And, you know, when they rebooted Green Lantern um, with the Jeff Johns era and brought Hal Jordan back from the quote-unquote dead. Yeah. Um, you know, he had just awesome character. You know, fantastic stuff. I mean, that's uh, that today is still a very consistent comic. So good stuff. It's the most family-friendly. Um, the whole premise of it, you know, one for every sector. Um different races working with each other but still has action but it has that creativity piece you know makes kids wonder and right. i think that's one that why well, i say it has most potential because it can be family friendly and it hits that price point and that gathering that people you know the studios want to make that money so right i think they need to do better with that that's why I liked it as a kid. You know, I always wondered if I had a power ring, what would I do? With Holy it? crap! Yeah, you know, right. You know, it's just that's a cool. Thing. Do you think that's maybe where the special effects failed in a way? Was when he did that Hot Wheels car projection yeah. thing or whatever? You know, it was that just like, wasn't good. The chain gun was okay. You yeah, know what I mean, but uh, I think they missed a lot there. Um, Couldn't he just flown and grab the helicopter right. instead of doing all this crazy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, they did, well, they did a boxing glove, didn't they? I can't remember. Oh gosh, it was yeah. I know that was they did that little thing, track right? for the helicopter to go right. down, yeah, and that then. Was, yeah, it's like, dude, just fly up and grab him. That was, yeah. that was very sad. Well, you know, and in the comics, they they really explore. Well, it depends on the writer too. Yeah, you know, sometimes they do a great job. I remember one issue of Legion in the '90s, Hal Jordan in a guest part with his ring is like supporting a, like a thousand people that he's saving from a planet, all while having to fight Lobo at the same time. Oh my gosh! You know, and it was just it was one of those things where it's like, oh man, that's unbelievable. You know, and there's a lot of opportunity. But right, right, depends yeah. on the writer. That's right, all it is. Well, um, with the the rumor with the the new one coming out, they have you know they're gonna have three, and John Stewart's gonna be one of them. Uh, have you heard the rumors that Tyrese wants to be the John John Stewart? Man, he's a he's campaigning pretty good, isn't he? Tyrese. Yeah, um, Tyrese from Fast and Furious. That's, okay, yeah, he's the male model. Yeah. yeah, he is beautiful. But yes, <laughs> he is a good looking. They dub his voice. Right. He's like a uh, black Mitch. Um, <laughs> they actually look for him. Yeah. Uh, Stunt that's double. Really so here, there you that's go. weird, but that'd be. 
know. I'd have to yeah, I don't know if you guys heard that, but yeah, he's been campaigning hard yeah, for it. I, you know, at first I was like, yeah, but I guess I could see it. You know, yeah. he's got a lot to prove if he's going to do if that. If he's a Green Lantern fan, that's cool. Yeah. That's why he's campaigning for it. I'm not sure. I think he was kind of just following Vin Diesel, how Vin Diesel, I guess, campaigned to do Groot. Oh, I, right. I guess, yeah, I guess Vin Diesel had to like put it, his word out there a lot. Vin Diesel did Groot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he was the voice of Groot. He is Groot. You can't mess those lines up. No. You just can't. <laughs> well, no. Yeah, that's probably why they gave it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, they're like, this part, we want you to say we. Oh, <laughs> the intellectual is very small. Yeah. <laughs> gasoline, gasoline. No, no, no. You're Groot. Oh, Groot, yes. Iron Giant. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't Iron Giant sound the same? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, people like Iron Giant. Yeah, but yeah, do what um, you do well. <laughs> well, I mean, we can go on probably forever talking, but uh, yeah, a lot of us have lives to to lead, but uh, families to get back to. Comics probably went, to read. Over, Comics probably went way over thirty minutes. It's okay. Time. It's a special episode, you know. We have uh, extra guests here with a lot of knowledge, so that's always helpful because you know that's unfortunately we don't have a lot of comic input. Uh, I mean, I know a, f- a few things, but mostly the movie based, you know. So I'm probably part of the problem in the world. <laughs> no, but we found yeah. the problem. It yeah. was right here. Um, but yeah, I'm the solution. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it was great having you guys on as guests. Thank and, you. Um, yeah, uh, you guys um, uh, plan to do your own podcast eventually. Is that? We're uh, yeah, we're we're trying to get one hiked up uh, surrounding the video game Destiny. Um, awesome. Zach and I play. Way too much destiny. Um, <laughs> you know you that, that, that's you know that's actually uh, uh, there's a lot of people dissing destiny out there on on yeah. out on the interweb. Is it like medieval well, type of? No, yeah. it's, it's well, it's kind of a um, it's a sci-fi shooter. The people that made Halo. Oh, okay. Are behind destiny, so it's like the same kind of format, same kind right? of a format. Bungie, right? Yeah, that's and awesome. <laughs> it's it's a polarized community. I mean, yeah. people either love this game or they despise really? it. Okay, you see a lot like, of the larger gaming sites just kind of poking fun at it. Right? Quite Is it just Xbox well, affiliated? Or? No, it's a cross. Oh, it's, it's a cross, cross okay. well, platform. Nintendo yeah. as usual. For right. Any shooter. Right. Um, but that's what that's why we want to start one up because it's. We want to focus more on the gameplay itself, the lore, you know, Sweet. the story behind it. And yeah. you know, a lot of you know, the community is, you know, they hop, they go Call of Duty, Battlefield. They just... Right. Yeah, I get you. Sure. Because yeah. I don't think I heard about this You know, game, and I wonder know? how many... Uh, are there any other podcasts out there? Uh, there are a lot. Um, are there? Yeah, there are quite a bit. Oh, well, they could uh, use one more. <laughs> yeah, no, they, and there are. Yeah, look at us. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. Holy talk crap. about crowded market. Yeah. There are good podcasts. Um a lot of them are long-winded. You know, you just mentioned time on the show. Some of the, there's a podcast out there that does two and a half hour segments. Um, Whoa, that's commitment. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, with Twitch, you know, saturating um, the video game industry, I think it. I think that podcasts uh, bring life back into it because yeah. anybody can Twitch, um, right. and not everybody wants to hear this person talk. Right, uh, right. But podcasts uh, for, for someone with knowledge. Yeah, I think that's where to go. Not absolutely. And when you know, I'd like to say uh, we're just casual players. You know, big fans of the game, but we take it very seriously. We're not. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I've logged, uh, and I hope my wife doesn't hear this part. But over (laughs) thirty-three days um, into the game. How um, long has it been out, Steve? Uh, just under a year. <laughs> yeah. Wonder where you were. So um, he, he gets pictures of his daughter on the phone. Right. It works That's, out. You know, the best thing was her getting a part-time job because that gives me more playing time. You know, so I don't feel as guilty. But uh, and she's going to college. Okay. Guess yeah. What's going to go even right, higher? Right. Playing time, right. So. But you know, Zach and I and another one of our buddies, Tyler, we um um 
know, we spent a lot of time in the game. Uh, we've completed every every uh, benchmark that that game has had in the first year of, of play, and um, you know, it's like less than twenty percent of the players have done that. Wow. Um, so we, uh, you know, we have fun with it, but uh, uh, you know, I think we can provide a kind of a fun, positive insight sure. to it. You know, to a to a community that can be toxic, the yeah. gamer community. Uh, you know, oh, so yeah. it's a. You know, I think we we have some fun with it and keep it positive in tone, and sure. you know, I think that'll that'll get people hopefully to lighten up a little bit sometimes. Yeah, but, you know, that's awesome. Yeah, Man, I look forward to it. I really do. And uh, yeah, just whenever you guys get that up and running, let us More know. More to come, right? You yeah, know, so. we'll advertise, <laughs> cross I mean, promotion. Yeah. There you Heck go. Yeah. Right? We'll do what we can. Yeah. I mean, we're not huge ourselves, but we're getting there, and yeah, it's that, fun. That's the it tough really, part is putting yourself on the map. Sure, is, is, it's just fun doing, and you're you're you know putting content out there, your own, and it's, you it's a good thing. It, you exactly, know? I mean, that's the fun. Exactly, part, you know? yeah. yeah. It's not like you're just alien from it. You're right. like there's this game called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm learning about Destiny today. These controllers know? are cordless. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. They play it on your TV. <laughs> Microsoft <laughs> right. makes a game system. Yeah. Have you Who heard knew? about this? Right. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo? So it's uh, it's yeah. pretty cool. It'll yeah. be fun. Well, Thank that's you. great. I look yeah, forward to it. Thanks for having us on. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. You've been fantastic guests. So, um, yeah, I think we're all set to wrap it up for this week. But yeah. It's a great show yeah. and um, good company. Another one in the can. Yeah. Well, I'm Josh. <laughs> I'm Al. I'm Mitch. Signing off. <laughs> what? Go ahead. We're guests. We're yeah. guests. I'm guest Steve. Guest Zach. <laughs> exactly. Excellent. See thanks ya. For, thanks for being on the show. See you, everybody. Have a good one.